0: Alright, on today's episode we have Jake Abramson in the studio, some playlist updates, new music recommendations, and more.
1: Welcome to the PCL Podcast. My name is Kyle McGraw, and this is a show about a rock band from Southern California.
0: My name is Jake Sperl, and I'm the co-host. Together we are PCL. This podcast is about our band putting out music on our own and having a damn good time while we do it.
1: On today's episode, we've got Jake Abramson from Treated Sound uh, in the studio with us. We're going to be talking to him about mixing, uh, mastering, songwriting, and so much more. Stay tuned. It's a really good episode. It's personally one of my favorites that we've done. And stick
0: around later for a new PCL bar. Today, we're going to be making a green tea shot.
1: And then, lastly, we're going to be talking about some new bands that Jake and I have been listening to. All
0: right, Kyle. So what do we got new and improved for PCL?
1: this week or since we uh, we put out episodes every other week um, we got uh, we recently just got added to some more playlists. Um, last week I believe we were talking about uh, some of the cool playlists that we got added to and since then and hopefully it continues to uh, to to grow um, we've been added to uh, to some more just to name a few uh, I'll, I'll name the ones that that I named previously just in case any of you guys want to check them out. Like I said last week, I'll put the playlist in the episode description. Um, I didn't do it last week, actually, but I will this week. I promise. Uh, we got <laughs> we got pop punk breakouts. Uh, that's given us a hefty amount of streams. Uh, alternative workout. I love that one because it's got a it's got a cover of Arnold Schwarzenegger on it. Um, then we got "You in Mind," uh, and it's just a sad playlist. That's a new one. Uh, then we got sad pop punk deja vu got added to that one Jake cool starting to see that track uh make some make some moves and then we got no feelings which I you know which I don't have any of those anymore so I'm gonna be <laughs> listening to that playlist uh and then that's basically it I mean some people have put it on repeat and I, and I think that gets it uh slotted in the on repeat playlist which is pretty tight. It was honestly oh, yeah. probably you, right?
0: Yeah, it was probably me. <laughs> I usually, I usually, when I go to sleep at night, I'll put, uh, I'll turn say "want you" on, just turn the volume off and let it play overnight.
1: Boom. Okay, that's great. We just got to do that every day kidding. for the next <laughs> every day for the next century, and then we'll probably make a couple 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, hey, that's the way it works. Um, yeah. But you know, tell how blink
0: eighty two does it.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm stoked to finally start seeing some uh, some progress with all this stuff that we've worked so hard on and that we're so passionate about. So <laughs> thank you guys. If any of you guys are listening to this, uh, we we appreciate you for listening to our music.
0: In other news, we have a uh, a new visualizer for Deja Vu.
1: Brand like new visualizer. Uh, it's, it's fucking sick. I dude. I I honestly. I honestly like that one better than the Say I Want You one. I just love Me the too. colors. Kyber AI, I've just had so much fun uh, using it recently. I mentioned uh, that you guys should check out Kyber to make some videos. Um, and I said that you should download it or pay for it for a month and then cancel the subscription. Well, I uh, I bought another month. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah so hopefully uh hopefully next month I ran out of credits that's the thing but that's because I was putting in songs or files that were like four plus minutes long um so the credits were just taking a dump and then use the zoom in feature don't use don't use rotate clockwise or counterclockwise because it just, just makes you dizzy um but anyways go check out the deja vu visualizer we'll post about it If we haven't already. Um, Yep. And then in other news, we got uh, finally got our Facebook page back up and running. That was a complete hassle, but we're happy to say that we are now on all basically all major forms of social media. We're keeping it going. Go give us a follow on Twitter. We got a total of three right now. So you could, if you're in the first 10, maybe we'll give you a discount to uh, some merch or something. (laughs) Lastly, our guests on the show. Jake Abramson just put out a new single called Composure. Uh it's really sick. We we don't talk about Composure in this episode, but uh we do talk about some of his previously released music and they are all bangers, I'm telling you. Go support local music and good music at that. And we are just now getting a uh surprise phone call from Spencer Daniels. What's up, dog? Yeah. What up, bro? I'm just uh, recording a podcast right now. You want to say what's up to Jake? What up, Jake? What's up, dude? Let me call you in like 30 minutes or so. Okay. Unless you want to say something to the to the podcast. I got nothing to say to y'all. PCL for life, baby. Hell yeah, that's Hell what yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. I'll call you in a bit. At least he got the name right. Hell yeah. At least he got the band name right. Thanks, Spence. <laughs> Uh, if you guys want to be featured on a uh, episode of, uh, the PCL podcast, just call us while we're doing these records and uh, yeah. we'll answer it and we'll, uh, put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake, I think that just about covers it for the, uh, for the updates.
0: Cool. Right now we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with Jake Abramson.
1: Hey guys, summer's right around the corner and it's important to stay hydrated. It's festival season and planning for faster, efficient hydration is essential. Liquid IV has you covered while you prep before, power through to the headliner, and recover after the weekend.
0: Liquid IV hydrates you two times faster than water alone and has three times as many electrolytes as traditional sports drinks.
1: I personally love Liquid IV because, plain and simple, it cures the hangovers. Or One of my favorite flavors of Liquid IV is the apple pie. It's You just dump it in your water, tastes great, keeps you hydrated. Just one stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water Hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone.
0: And there's 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting.
1: It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C.
0: With three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks.
1: Made with premium ingredients. It's
0: non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy.
1: Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world.
0: Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world.
1: Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use promo code PCL at checkout.
0: That's 20% off. Anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code PCL at liquidiv.com.
2: The reason that I do this and I listen to a song for hours on end is because I love when the band or the artist tells me that I brought their vision to life. I actually hated mixing. When I first started music, I wanted to actually be an artist. And when mixing all my songs to get them radio ready, I found that I loved mixing more than that. So I went to college and I learned how to do it the proper way. Mixing is actually not something that you necessarily hear. It's something that your listeners are gonna feel. It's that last 10% that's gonna make you stand out and it's gonna make your listeners interpret the song the way that you envisioned it. My name is Jake, and I am the founder of Treated Sound, and I can't wait to work on your project.
0: Jake, thanks for being here. Thank I know. You. I know. Once we started working together, we're all trying to get this podcast stuff going. We're like, we have to have Jake on here. I love. Yeah, that. absolutely. Like we, we we love all the work you do. Like you, you get the vision that we're we're trying to get to. So, and. All the mixes that you've done so far, we, we love them. We couldn't be happier about it. So, we absolutely. wanted to Man, introduce you to that. introduce you to our world of. Heck yeah! I like being in places where I'm liked. So. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome in. You. You are now welcome. <laughs> Just, kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm actually going to fix your camera real quick. Okay. We're going to get this uh, on the podcast. Jake, go ahead and talk. This is Jake. That's that's been one thing that's but been we, very difficult is communicating. But remember we
2: agreed it's like Jake S and Jake A, right? Yeah.
1: Real
0: question here. Yeah. Is your actual is your real name Jacob? It is actually. Okay, Jacob. that's that's what I thought. But I'd
2: never go by Jacob. Mm-hmm. If somebody calls me Jacob, you know then you're the, the last time I saw you was 7 years old. <laughs> 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 We're
1: running Man, the, the shit figured. all entirely ourselves, so that's why it's a little a little sloppy.
0: We usually have a a worker here. Doing the switchers, but
1: switchers? The switcher, the switcher. Oh, okay. I think this is all staying in the podcast. Yeah. Might yeah. as well. It's fun, you know? Yeah, it is fun. It's fun. Like this whole time
2: that you've been setting things up?
1: Uh, no, no, I'm going to take, uh, okay. take that out. I'm going to take that out. All the black all the, like, screens. You know, the black screen to clarify. Yeah no, yeah, no, no, no. No, but just this this stuff. Since we got the cameras on on us, cool. Um, we're going to talk about some music today. We're going to talk about uh, your influences, um, some gear that you use. We're going to talk about what you're currently working on, all that sort of stuff. Where do you want to start?
2: Oh man, let's start on your your songs. Okay, let's do uh, it. We we've okay. had we've had quite a few projects together now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what m- I think your influences are, mm-hmm. but if you had to list two bands that literally give you the most, I, I, I have, I, I almost like want to write it down to like, see if I guess it right. Yeah, no, I want to do wanna it. you want to do that? Yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it. Here, I'm okay. going to take my phone. Okay. I'm going to write it down on my phone and then I'm going to flip it around.
1: Okay. But put it, put it on. Okay. Yeah. We, we can do that. Okay. That'll work.
0: I'll flip it That'll around. Work. So here's.
1: Let us know when you're ready. And then I'll say one, and then you say one.
0: So one and then the other?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I guess,
0: like, maybe if you hear the songs, like, you won't necessarily hear that, but this is kind of what we want to get to. Okay. Well,
2: I wrote mine down, all okay. right? Okay. No, no, no go, go so, for it. So here's... Whoa. I'm going to have you say first. We should yeah. we should say it first. Yeah, you say it first, and then I got mine.
1: Okay. Angels and airwaves.
2: Okay. Day to remember. Okay. Let's
1: see how close. Let's see how close. It doesn't look like it's Uh, the same. No, it's not close (laughs) because yours
0: isn't as heavy, to me. Um, No, I know, and that's why I'm saying like, that's what we pretty much want to get to. Gotcha. Like we take a little bit mostly from those two. Yeah, the the blink and stuff like that.
2: Okay, so that's what I had. I had some forty one and blink one eighty two.
0: Okay.
1: I could I could definitely. See that you would know that because like that's where you're at with the with the mixing yeah. right now, um, yeah. Abs- absolutely. But writing
2: style lyrically, uh, I felt like that's where it uh, yeah, also I feel came like they're from. More,
0: I see the lyrics with more some forty one, yeah. like blink one eighty two, yeah, more like sure. that
2: punk type vibe. Mm-hmm.
0: Hell yeah! Like they're um, not so. I mean, they're some of it's kind of goofy and inappropriate. But I see, like with, with some of it, with it, it is, doesn't matter. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm mixing because
2: you know, when when I'm mixing your tracks, I have to listen for you know, eight hours to a single song, uh-huh. and you know, I have to take breaks. But I go and I'm singing your lyrics in my head because mm-hmm. like, I'm going to sleep, I'm like singing your song. <laughs> I, and I, like, I, oh, I apologize, gosh, I just want to go to bed. Hey, <laughs> okay, all press is good press, yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> I mean, look, if it's good enough to stick, then there you go, but um. When I'm listening to them, there's some lyrics where I'll hear it and I'll just start laughing when I hear it for the first time. Fuck I'm just yeah. like, dude, did you really that's what, that's what we're. That?
1: That's what
0: we're going and I'm for. I'm guessing it's the last song that you're talking about. The
2: last one that we were talking about. So oh, yeah. what was that one? What was that? There was one line in particular that I remember listening and I was just like, what is it? You know it. What is, do you there's, remember the There's line? a ton. Yeah.
1: And, and that. But so there's we, we can, one we can specifically. Talk, we can
0: talk about. Wait, was it, is it in the chorus?
2: Yes, <laughs> yes. What what is what is it again? It's been a <laughs> couple. It the last weeks is it the last it.
1: song that you mixed? Yes.
2: Well, the we whole chorus get? is really inappropriate. It, so it, it it is. But there is one lyric, just one. There's if you I don't slamming
1: know if you, bitches and d- and doing yes, cocaine. So that
2: <laughs> dude. When I heard that for the first time, I was just like. Okay, <laughs> this is where I'm at for the next eight hours.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah! But okay, but, so now but tr- it's good.
2: It's 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 memorable. Like mm-hmm. I, when I walked away, uh, I was singing that in mm-hmm. my head for sure. It's been a couple of weeks since I've heard the song, but yeah. if I played it, oh, it'd just go right back into it. Yeah, super catchy. Like one thing that I'll go into is like for your artists that are listening to this. There's a formula on how to write a catchy song and you guys fucking nail it. Like every time it's like no, I'm serious. It's you want to hit the triad, all three notes of the triad Absolutely. of the root of that song. If you're doing this on the triad, you're going to get a catchy melody every time. It's it's like a, a lot of a lot of new bands that aren't really popular a, a huge I wouldn't say mistake but um, area where they can improve to get more listeners is when they do these really creative melodies. Yeah, and their melodies don't repeat themselves and mm-hmm. there's nothing getting stuck in your head.
1: Yeah, it's got to have some sort of structure it, yeah, and formula. Yeah.
2: but it but it also can't have too much variation. Mm, right. So like, um, so I, I read this, uh, I forgot where I read it, but Taylor Swift, you know why she's so successful? I personally don't listen to Taylor Swift, but as an artist, she has accomplished things that a lot of people have not. Almost I'll, everybody. N- almost nobody. <laughs> Basically everybody. So I read something that she has, I believe the number, don't quote me on this, mm-hmm. but it was a 73% repetition rate. Mm-hmm. So her songs were 73% re- repetitive. Mm-hmm. That is why she is so popular and why she's so famous is because everybody remembers it. So, when you do these super creative melodies, your listener doesn't remember it. And yeah. you guys do that very well. I'm like I'm sorry, Andrew, keep going. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I was just going to say, I mean, when whenever I listen to your songs, it's predictable in a good way, mm-hmm. and that's what you want. Like if you're shocking your listener too many times, they're not interested because mm-hmm. they're like, that's not where I wanted it to go. And everybody wants it their way, right? So yeah. when right. you do give the listener what they want, it's nice. Yeah.
0: Yes. As- and I, I think there was some article on this. I don't know, remember where I saw it, but the the normal listener's attention span is only like good for like two and a half minutes.
1: All oh, you yeah. listeners it's are even. goldfish is what Jake's saying.
0: It's actually less. Jake's am I, you know, I you believe know, it. Do you know the average skip
2: rate? mm hmm 30 seconds? Eight. 7.
1: <laughs> yeah. Seven. I mean,
2: that's You have 7 seconds to capture your audience's attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when these people want to do these long intros and these artists want to do these long, they're like, oh, it's so cool. And it's like this. And it's like, that's great. As long as you're making music for you, great. Mm-hmm. Do it all day long. Right. But if you're doing it to get noticed, you're trying to get, you know, big. You better shorten that. You better get to the point. If you're not to the, this chorus in 30 seconds, mm-hmm. you are not making radio. It's yeah. just, that's a fact.
0: Well, well for sure. I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Jake, just, Jake I hate Slatt. to
0: bring it to you, but then the next song you're going to do is like, it's got like a two and a half minute intro. <laughs> nice. yeah, Nice. Hey, and that's where, that's where you're going to see the angels and airways see, But influence. that's okay.
2: On an album, that's okay. Right. right? right. Because you can have that diversity. But when you're trying to talk about a single Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. something where you're like, we got gold Mm -hmm. right here, like this is a song that people are going to be singing in the crowd back to us with their hands up, you know, that kind of a moment. That's one that I would caution people to stay away from long intros unless you have some crazy cool melody or something Mm -hmm. super memorable. Like there are songs where they have long intros and they are super popular but they had something about them that was memorable yeah. a sound or a guitar or a synth or something melody that you're like oh that comes on you already know what it is mm-hmm. well even
1: even then like those those songs that you're talking about with the long intros they have they have repetition built into the built into the like the structure of that you know it's all about like following a structure and you were talking about like how we outline triads and like i would even take that a step further and say that you know like we're outlining the chord progressions with it and then you know you hit you hit the triads you got like your like root notes that you can do stuff around right and then you kind of dance around those chord tones and then you know just take it from there and then that even subdivides even further into Okay, now you got now you got like the bass melody down and now you're now you're doing okay, so you're doing this part one it's like an A, B, A, C sort of thing, you know. Most most good melodies only repeat three times mm-hmm. and then there's something different. You know what I mean?
2: We yeah. You could do it that way.
1: I, I mean, mean that. I mean,
2: if you look at Chain Smokers closer, mm-hmm. the whole thing is, is the exact same, the same melody thing. and it's w- one of the most played and streamed songs out there. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So I mean it's all it's all subjective. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's just do you have it a, good a good melody or is not? It a, is it that's a good is it really yeah. what it is? Right, Absolutely, exactly. Yeah. Is it a
2: good melody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If people want to sing it if if someone can sing it back to you or even just hum it mm-hmm. and you catch them like, so I am an artist too, right? So I write music myself, and, and that's the kind of structure I try to fall under while doing, you know, the heavier stuff as well. And when I have somebody that I catch them humming it right after we just finished playing the song, that's like the ultimate compliment mm-hmm. that you can get as 100%. an artist. Even if they don't know the lyrics because they just heard it once. But the fact that they could hum that, it's incredible. It's a fun feeling.
1: Jake is uh, an artist himself. J.K. Re- J.K. Uh, and he releases music as They Sold Me a Sunset. And you you were just talking about songs that get fucking stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> let's get a fucking needle drop. Let's get a needle drop. We'll, we'll let you uh, pick which song you want to.
2: Uh, you want to pick one? For. I would say Let's Go With uh, Stitch Me. Says,
1: that, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's it. Yeah, that one gets one stuck in saying, my head.
2: Yeah, stitch me. This is, this is Jeremy McKinnon right here, though. Seriously, I know. It's really
0: close. <laughs> <laughs> Look right here. I think it was like so, Jer- if it was like Jeremy singing bet, Bear, on
2: so Bear Too song. You, none of you know what this song is about. Do you, if Correct. you had to guess what this song is about, what would you say it was?
1: I could not tell you. Is I it th- about
0: tattoos? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Oh wow. So we got something weird going on here. I'm connected to Spotify playing, but I think Jake's got the con- the volume control. Just hit the nice. Oh, okay, never mind.
2: That ain't me. It's not me either. Mine's not
1: playing. Your voice so listen to the lyrics loud. right here. I don't really know what you're saying there.
2: Even though you're gone now.
1: Even though you're gone now? Is it is it about what you were talking about? It's
2: actually earlier? not him, but it's no. somebody else. It's actually Chester from Linkin Park. Oh, huh. really? Dude. When he died, that was like my first real celebrity that like died, and like, Lincoln Park. You mean you mean like first for like, me, for like me first real that celebrity that
1: died, where you're like, I'm gonna post about it, I'm gonna do this, or yeah. not even that, but no, like, something even that like something that like really like it even bothered like me, hurt you, right? Yeah, I got a I got a couple so, people like that where I'd yeah feel the same, you know. So
2: I never had that before. Lincoln Park was my first band. My parents wouldn't let me listen to Linkin Park growing up. <laughs> so I went on LimeWire. I downloaded their stuff on LimeWire, hit it, put on a little MP3, like before the iPods were a thing. And I just loved them. I loved every song, everything by them. Like they could do no wrong in my eye. And so when he passed, I legit cried. Like, I couldn't even explain why like it was like I've never met the guy I actually never even got the chance to see him in concert. Actually. I've seen everybody, but I have not seen Mm -hmm. them in concert and So I was just in my room and I was just feeling really down because I just watched a ton of videos on him killing himself and What his wife had to say and how she was feeling what the band had to say and like how he died and everything And I just got up, I was taking a shower and and I got out and I was just like, dude, I'm feeling really fucking depressed right now. And I like went and I just, and I wrote that song. And so like the, all I taste is the metal in the back of my mouth. It's just like me just catching myself, grinding my cheek Uh when I'm like in the back and I start to bleed. Like I literally like open up blisters when I get stressed. And Mm -hmm. so that's what was happening when I was reading this and when I was feeling it and I was just like man, I wish I could have done for you what you did to me. Like, I wish that he could have known that he affected me this much, mm. and here's a song that I have back for you. Right. And that's literally what Stitch Me was about.
1: Well, but that's, I mean, that's what we do as artists, right? Like, we yeah. want to, like, impact anybody, even if it's, like, one person.
2: One person. If if one person comes to me and said that they my song changed their life, done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Like, I don't even care about a single more Spotify stream. If somebody mm-hmm. said my life pulled them out of the darkest place and they're here because of me, that'd be amazing. Yeah, that would, That's crazy.
1: That would be that would be fucking <laughs> rad. And, and like, so, not, not only that, like, it doesn't have to be so like monumental, but just something no, that like gets yeah. you through a certain a certain point
2: yeah just like a really low point like i was on repeat that was and it's like that's what lincoln park did for me Mm -hmm. that's where it started first band then under oath was after (laughs) oh yeah yeah only chasing safety album that was like unbeatable yeah someone gave it to me on a cd and i listened to that on my walkman over and over and over that was like my my jam for a while but Mm -hmm. fuck yeah um Anyway, yeah, that's what Stitch Me was about. It was actually a really hidden, cool meeting that, when you get to explain it, I feel like it's fun. Yeah, you know, nobody listen. You know, when someone's listening, they're like, like you said, oh, I don't really know what you're saying. I don't know how much what what it's really about. And it's like, I get to share it. It's fun,
1: dude. I love that. I love that. I feel like people
0: like when you listen to songs, you don't really know what they're about, Mm -hmm. like really know what they're about mm-hmm. like people say like oh yeah it's about this isn't this, this but you don't like you don't really know no
2: no you don't fully know the whole story you get an idea
0: yeah but and I mean if you if you
2: listen into to the words of it like if you ever go back and you listen to it again mm-hmm. listen to the lyrics now that you know what it is and it walks you through the whole like I'm not leaving the house I'm depressed mm-hmm. and then going through the bridge is like when I'm talking about just like I, I finally get this moment of air, and then it just fucking reminds me of something again. Like, it'll just pop in my head just again, and I start all back over again. I'm right back where I started.
1: From what I understand, <laughs> you are a one-man one, one man show. I am. One-man show. Uh, do you think that you would play live anytime soon? I mean, uh, you're fucking— I you're get shit. that
2: question quite often. I I I have— I have always wanted, like, in theory, <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, I don't know if I could get over the stage fright. If I'm just being completely honest, and then it's like I'd have to find a band. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't just get up there and play a track. Then it's karaoke. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. like, I have to have Dude, some people You'd be surprised. People do it. that.
0: Like, my, like, I worked All... at the Canyon Club. Yeah. Um, my, that was my last job. And Flock of Seagulls. Like, in, you know who the Flock of Seagulls are?
2: I actually don't.
0: They're an 80s band. Okay. But you would know the songs if you, okay, if you sure. heard them. I'm sure. They walked up there, two dudes, each playing their instrument, everything, backing tracks. Like, crazy synth, crazy drums, all yeah. backing tracks. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm going right. no, to out there. No, uh, I totally I, get but, like what you mean, like the, but the karaoke just thing. just like
2: me, one dude singing a really heavy like metal <laughs> song, it, it's... I don't know. I don't know. Could, I'm not gonna, you gonna could name for the sure,
1: name. You could for sure get the get the people that would play with you.
2: I, I could. I could. If I really went after it, I'm sure I could make it happen. Mm-hmm. I just like the mixing side of it so much better. To be honest with you, I get that question a lot. I like mixing better. I like mixing and mastering that side of it, taking my time in the mm-hmm. studio really crafting and molding a song, or even just writing the song in general. I enjoy that the most than stressing out about, you know I mean, you guys know what goes into making a show It's a lot of work It's not just like you wake up and you're like Oh cool, let's play a show today, like going to the park (laughs)
1: You know, like
2: So, but I love the mixing side That's why I do what
1: I do Mm -hmm. And you do a kick-ass job at that (laughs) Thank you On that (laughs) note, we're going to
0: take a break, so stay tuned and we'll be right back
1: Welcome back to the PCL Podcast, everybody. Is that my line? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Welcome back. We are uh, we are with Jake Abramson, and we're talking about music. We're talking about our music. We're talking about his music. Uh, but Jake uh, does mixing and mastering. He provides that as a service. Uh, treated sound, right?
2: Treated sound. Treated. Like with a candy. Treated. treated. <laughs>
1: treated sound with a candy. Um, I'm thinking that that's what we're going to be talking about right here to um, wrap this up.
0: Well, speaking of treated sound, so I guess this is, what would you rather do or what do you prefer? Well, I know we talked <laughs> about like mixing okay. being, or being in a, a band, like things like that, but would you rather like just get an album and mix it or have a band come in and you produce the whole thing?
2: Oh, good question. I I think I would rather do the mixing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: With, uh, with production, I love doing production. But production ends up being very long days that typically don't go along my timeline. <laughs> it's like, you know, like bands get really creative at really weird hours. Yeah. So I have to be available at those weird hours. Mm-hmm. And then there's usually a fight or two that breaks out between the bands, you know. Someone doesn't want this lyric or that guitarist <laughs> cool, or the bass player wants this. And um, so, yeah, with the with the mixing, I get to go in the zone and I get to be creative, and I just get to like envision the space. Like when I listen to a song before I ever start doing anything, mm-hmm. I literally just level and pan everything. Like I don't even touch EQ. You do I don't that first. touch. What's that?
1: You do that first.
2: Yeah. Yeah, before, before I ever touch anyone's songs, before I ever touch PCL, when you give those stems, I put them in and I level them to an appropriate level of where mm. I think everything should sit, and then I just listen. And that is before I ever start touching with any effects, which is why I always ask every one of my clients, don't put anything on it unless it is crucial to the sound. Unless you tell me, Jake... You'll never be able to create this sound. This is perfect <laughs> the way it was. I got the flanger just right, <laughs> then leave it,
0: but, which
1: we have done,
2: which PCL has specifically done with the flanger. Um, so
1: it was either a flange or a wah. It, no, was I think it was a wah because it came like right. they sound. They sound. Uh, they're so they're similar. similar but, it's mo- modulation a little y- bit. I mean, wa's a wah's a filter, but.
2: Anyway, I mean, anyways, the point, but that the was point perfect. Remains. That was point, point B yeah. exactly. If I can't recreate it, then yeah, just send it. That's what I'm gonna work with it. I'm gonna have a find a way to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think the 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 number one mistake that I made when I first got a Daw and thought I was a producer slash mixing engineer. Was I'd go in and I'd get excited and I'd start cutting everything. I'd cut out all the lows. I'd make sure all the lows are cut. Make mm-hmm. sure you know, like everything has below fifty hertz is all gone. And uh, then I would just start, you know, smashing everything with a limiter. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is cool. And then I'll take it out to my car and it sounds like trash. <laughs> yeah. So um, first, you got to just listen to it and analyze what it needs. Every song's different. Mm-hmm. So with your guys's that's what I do. Cool. Well I guess uh this
0: can bring to in an kinda question more info <clears throat> than the question. But well, I kinda want to
1: no, I I like that. I love that. If can I can I interject real quick? Okay. I was just gonna say what uh what would what advice would you give to a up and coming mixing engineer, somebody that, that's never done it before? I mean you kind of said it there with the with your don't don't EQ first, level first, but like yeah. how what what other advice would you give? I mean, give?
2: honestly, that is so huge, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that gets overlooked a lot, a lot. I think, I think every time that I scroll Instagram or TikTok or whatever, um, I get an ad for this plugin's going to change your life. Here's a quick hack to do this and this, and it's like. There's no quick hacks. There's no hit-quack. You have to sit there and you have to do something different for every song, for every band. There's no one-size-fits-all, which is why the listening to the actual track itself is so important, because you have to digest it. You gotta listen to it over and over. You gotta be like, okay, what is it missing? What does it need? Where can I add things? Where can I subtract? And then you go into it, and then you always take breaks the one thing that is very easy to do is to be so into it having so much fun you don't take a break your ears get fatigued mm-hmm. and then you listen back and you're like dude what i suck <laughs> i can i shouldn't i should just stop right now it's like no you're not that bad but your ears your ears are fatigued
1: is that your mm-hmm. is that your uh, like the uh- hair follicles in your ears, they just, they rest, right? After a certain period of time.
2: I'll be honest with you. I'm not a scientist. I just know, (laughs) I just know that, like, (laughs) like that when you listen to music for too long, I know that you should keep it at 75 dB. If you go above 75 dB when you're mixing, you're going to start to make mistakes a lot sooner. 75 Mm -hmm. dB is that? That's the volume that you listen to your music at, at 75 decibels. That is a safety rating. Okay. And you can listen to eight hours at 75 dB. I believe it's eight. It should be eight. It's 75 is eight. But, but you
1: should be taking, like, breaks every, like, so what? like, is it every 30 minutes, every two hours? Every, every two
2: hours. Every two uh, hours. Huge pro tip. Do not solo. Do not solo. Like, ever. And if you do solo, then no more than less than five minutes i mean like it needs to be brief and here's why because when you listen to one single track it could sound great Mm -hmm. great you just made that track sound amazing but But in the grand scheme with the song now it could be clashing with a bunch of stuff so you need to be making cuts and decisions while the track is playing collectively together to see how it sounds but anyway I don't know if you can zoom in on this um, on here, but I I have this app called SPL Meter. So what are we talking at right now? What's the decibel that it's reading at?
1: Right now, it is reading at- When you're talking, uh, what does it say? 70, 72, 71, 72.
2: So this is- 75 is considered normal conversational level. Okay. Okay? You can listen to that for like eight hours without doing any harm to your ears, without Mm -hmm. getting fatigued. So, when I'm mixing, I always set my volume and I don't touch it. It's so so hard for people to not, including myself, sometimes. When you're like, "Dude, I just mix this thing. This sounds fire. I just want to crank this." Right? When you listen to things loud, you make bad decisions.
1: <laughs> give us give us an example. <laughs>
2: uh, I could show you a catalog of my old music when I started. <laughs> 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 um no okay seriously. Well, i mean but, but like literally yeah, like sense. if you if you listen loud your your bass will be off you'll you'll start cutting uh high-end um sounds trimming them thinking that they're too high-end but it's actually just too loud so you know you can make those types of errors but keeping it at one level and staying there it's very hard it takes a very self-controlled human being to do it I mean, even myself, sometimes I'm fighting the urge. <laughs> but I know that I need to be able to have, A, the same reference. So when I make changes, I need to be able to see back and forth uh, how is it sounding. And if I'm going up and down in volume, I'm going to lose I, – I have no reference. Right. So, yeah, I, I know it's not a lot of plug-in tips and things like that, that I know everybody wants that quick hat of what compressor do you use, what EQ do you use. It, those things – when those are mastered, then you go into that. Mm. But like it's like you got to walk before you run type deal. Right. And I learned that the hard way. I wasted so much time doing that until I finally, like, I went to school uh, called Icon Collective. It's actually in L.A. Uh, or like Burbank area and um, in California, in case your listeners don't know where we are. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's a school that, you know, I went in there and. They opened my eyes to all of these mistakes I was making. And I'm just like, oh, I've wasted so much time. If I had only known that, so here's my gift to the
0: world. <laughs> Stop doing that shit. But <laughs> mm. know because I know I like to listen to music very loud. Yeah, most people do. It's yeah. fun. You feel the fun. energy, mm-hmm. No, and
2: I get and there's a time and a place. And, and, and I like to listen to music loud too. After I'm done with the session, after I'm done with the work, after I want to enjoy it, when I'm walking away, then I'll crank it, and I'll be like, all right, cool. Sounds great. I'll leave, and I'll come back.
1: And just to just to promote Treated Sound a little bit more since we have him here, and we're going to be doing a ton more promotion of Treated Sound, uh, that ad that you saw in the first ad break. That's going to be running. It's going to be running in the podcast. <laughs> um, he He gets it right, you know. If not the first time, the second time. If not the second time, the third time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever gone past a third. No. 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 We've never and I, gone I think, past I think and they're the... little tiny things. Never like well, yeah, overall I, it, sound. I don't it's know if like... we were
0: talking about it when we we're when we we're rolling here, but like with the MIDI thing? Oh, I yeah. think that was the biggest problem of anything, dude. I nailed two of them the first time. First time, yeah. And They're like
2: the drums don't sound <laughs> right. We're like we just got and this. I'm like, we're like what the MIDI the fuck? that was sent was wrong. Yeah, so.
0: but it wasn't. But yeah, it wasn't your fault. No, it's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it wasn't our fault.
1: I'm gonna say it was it Jake's was Logic's fault. fault.
0: gonna it was, West, we'll, it
2: was we'll
1: just, Western just, just
2: Digital's fault. For the sake of Western the podcast, Digital, there you
1: we'll, go. We'll, fuck we'll, you, Western Digital. We'll blame <laughs> Western
2: Digital. It's their fault.
1: Yes. Nah. Um. But that, I mean, that's like one thing that uh, producers, mixing engineers, and artists all have to uh, work on. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's, I'm not going to say a million DAWs, but there's a handful of DAWs that everybody is working with. And I think the key to really, you know, take your productions and your music to the next level is being able to collaborate with people that work in different settings and environments um like
2: yeah like we did you know shout out to tyler uh you know you know he he's going to be mastering your album and you know i'm doing a lot of the heavy lifting on the mixing and he helped out with mixing as well so you know being able to collaborate with that kind of stuff like you said is very Mm -hmm. important
1: right yeah yeah working working with different you know settings and stuff the one thing that i was going to say was like with logic in general you can't fucking export just a mono track, right? I mean, you know this. I might. No. So one thing I was going to ask you about uh, is like is mono versus dual mono. It's the same thing. I I it's, it's, I think so too. It's the same thing.
2: Uh, you can argue it. People there's there's some people that are gonna argue it and not. I mean, when I here's what I know. When I get a dual mono track and I switch it into mono, it sounds the same whether I'm going to mono or not going to it's mono.
1: Because it's the same information on both on it's both channels. Two, it's just
2: two sides. There's no stereo information. So, do, so dual mono means that you're taking up stereo file information and you're having just two mono tracks play at the same time of the same duplicate of each other. Because there's no stereo information that's on the left or the right. It's all the same. Right, I agree. But that being said, it's a really annoying wave format. I hate it.
1: <laughs> what dual mono? <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, I mean, I I work with people like I work with people that that do mainly like video editing mm-hmm. and stuff and I'll send them I'll send I I used to do this, but I would like send them a fucking dual mono track even though, you know, you and I we're all agreeing that it's fucking mono. It has mono information, whatever. And they fucking complain that it it's stereo. And I'm like, motherfucker, it is mono. It's motherfucking mono. And this is a tip, pro tip from us. Um, if you're working in a certain environment where, you know, you're not getting the type of files that you need, understand how to work with it. Be able to convert a dual mono track to a mono track or even be able to fucking split.
2: (laughs) Or don't. It's (laughs) a mono track. (laughs) I know. You know?
1: Yeah. But I mean, I mean, and also like learning how to convert stereo to mono, mono to stereo. Just those are like, those are the basics.
2: Is there really? So I don't work in Logic. I, I did when I went to Icon. I had to. But then after Icon, I, I never opened it again. I, there's really no way to pres- for a button that says preserve mono tracks.
1: There's all those buttons, but they don't work. This is the workaround. This is the workaround. We're going to grab this as a clip. The workaround <laughs> for exporting a mono track. You export it as split. It will spit out a Jake Sperlin vocal. Left, Jake Spurlin, vocal. Right, you delete a few characters, delete the duplicate track, and then boom, you got a fucking true mono track. Could, it's extra work. I shout out it's something fucking, right now. Go ahead.
2: Shout out Studio One. Oh my gosh, I <laughs> will literally press Command Command E. No, sorry, Command Shift E. Okay, and then you press Preserve Mono. You will bounce. All tracks individually with the correct name in mono,
1: like spitting out like every like single spitting track. Out the stems, if you wanted to, if you wanted. S- like so if it's stereo, of-
2: if it's stereo, it'll keep it in stereo. But if it's mono, it'll preserve mono.
1: And it and it'll spit out all the fucking every stems. one of them
2: like that. <laughs> anyway. That's my shout out. <laughs>
1: but also also with Studio One. I mean, you were telling me about this, like you you just you just started like working with Studio One not too long ago. About a like year picked, ago. Yeah, and, and you I it can
2: up. never go back. It is it literally the most life-changing uh, digital audio workstation I've ever worked with. And I it came with it came with Pro, Pro, and I've worked Pro Tools, then, right? I've worked Ableton, I've worked Logic. A little, I wouldn't call myself anything dabbling in FL, but I I have friends that w- love and swear by FL, and will, you know. So I've you know produced with them. There is no DAW that can do what this DAW does. I mean, it has built-in vocal line, it has built-in melodyne, and it will play it in real time with Ara2 memory. Okay, Ooh. so if I delete something. You don't have to re-record all of your Melodyne. You don't have to print and freeze it. You don't have to do anything. I I, I could go on and on about the cool things about Studio One, but anybody who is frustrated with their DAW, frustrated with the mono situation, um, look into Studio One. It has features that you've always wanted, but your DAW never had it. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. I know I'll get a bunch of hate because like reapers are gonna come at me and like <laughs> like uh, you know people at Logic and Pro Tools they they you know they'll do you know people that
1: work in Reaper. No, Or, or no, Cakewalk? no, no. Or,
2: But just producers. Just any, anybody in general. I, I mean, a lot of Reddit people work in Reaper. I I don't know any people that work in Reaper, but a lot of Reddit people do, especially in metal bands. It's actually a really popular metal band.
1: Because it's a fucking because it sounds metal. No because it
2: metal. No, no 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 because it uh because it's super super light on CPU. Like the program itself can be done on a flash drive. Like it's like that small it literally is it's like opening a word document file. It's that light. That's fucking so crazy. So it has some really cool benefits to it. There's I've I've read some 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 features that I wouldn't do it. Um it's very cost effective, though. So if someone doesn't want to drop six hundred bucks on a on a program like you know Ableton or Studio One or you know, gosh, Pro Tools is so expensive with their subscription now.
1: How much? Um, how much does Studio One cost? So there's a few different
2: versions. You have a free version, you have an artist version, and you have a pro version. Uh, think like so. Art uh, the artist version, I think is. Three hundred dollars, or I think $200, two hundred, two hundred or three hundred. It's very competitive with like a Logic, and then the the studio is I think five hundred or six hundred now or something. But
1: like you said, it comes with Melodyne. It comes with Vocaline, which and otherwise you it comes better. with Melodyne which Essentials, you Vocaline would have have Essentials. To, you would have to buy that. Otherwise, yeah. which you're going to need it. You're going to need Melodyne. You're going to need Vocaline if you're using any DAW.
2: And it comes with all of your stock stuff. And and I mean, honestly, like plug, third-party plugins are great, but sometimes they're a lot more work uh, and, and trouble than they're worth because that's when things mess up too. So if everyone is like, always like, oh, I always have to have third-party. Dude, stock plugins, sometimes that is going to save your mix from crashing or it's just going to make your workflow a lot faster.
1: Absolutely, I totally agree. Well, I got me mean, maybe we can get a little
0: more personal with you. So let's say you're mixing one type of music. Okay, it can be subgenre of a subgenre. Okay, what would that be? If I like, like, if I could, personally- if you had a preference, like, um, this band, this type of band is going to send me an album to mix, like a my choice, not like the band necessarily, but like the style of music. A day to member, I prevail. Okay. Send me that shit all day long. <laughs> so, like, like metalcore, hardcore, metalcore. I type. guess
2: you can call it that genre. Yeah, that's what I love. I, I mean, if anybody sends me that or anything that resembles Blink One Eighty Two or Neck Deep, I'm happy to work on that as well. That's like my favorite too. I, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna work on anything, but right. like. People come to me who make that kind of music, they come to me because they know, like you guys have found out, I understand the vision. I get it. I know what sound you're trying to tell me because I know all those bands that you can find in any one of those subgenres. I've listened to it all. I could probably sing the lyrics to them all. So when you tell me, dude, I, I, uh, my influence was, was Silverstein with a little Hawthorne Heights on this one, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I got you. I know where you're going with that, right. you know? Great bands, by the way. <laughs> yes. Absolutely.
1: How important do you think it is to be able to mix multiple genres? So like even beyond the subgenre of a specific type of music, so like EDM or rap, or jazz, or (laughs) reggae, or anything like that. Like, not necessarily saying that that, like, you know, that's what you'll get. But, like, how how important do you think it is to be able to mix everything that you're given?
2: So this is my personal opinion, okay? This is, like, not fact. But my personal opinion is if you know the basic... Um, principles, foundations, and, um, balance to mixing, just mixing in general, you can do any genre, but I personally feel for myself, at least I'm going to speak for myself. Uh, I like to mix rock, right? I don't really mix that much rap. I really don't mix that much hip hip hop. I don't really mix that much EDM. I have, I do some, But I like rock, and I think that it takes years and years and years of practice to master any genre. So just because you know how to mix doesn't mean that you can automatically do that genre. Like with rock, specifically finding gain tones uh, in a guitar amp, finding the space compression size and speed in metal drums is so different than mixing like an Illinium style track. You know what I mean? Where it's Mm -hmm. mainly like sound design and splice will give you pretty much pre-compressed stuff that if you compress it anymore, you lose all your song. You know, so like um, Illinium doesn't do that. That's (laughs) that's just like, (laughs) if you're trying to make an Illinium song, that's probably where you'll start. Maybe, I don't know, Maybe maybe you don't. You make your own in your bedroom. That's a cool place to do it too. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's very different. I think that focusing on a genre, it will take you years to master that genre.
1: Well said, (laughs) love it. Love it. Thank you so much for taking the time to come onto the show. We're looking forward to the next time that you come back onto the PCL pod. Let us know where people can find you.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for having me.
0: That means your home address and
2: my home all address? your credit card information, sure. everything like that. Uh, let me just get that for you. <laughs> um, so uh, you can find me on at Treated Sound on anything. That's my tag. I got all the ones. There's no ones and zeros. There's no underscores. It's just Treated Sound. Um, you can also find me at TreatedSound.com. If you are interested in any of my mixing services, then that's where you can submit an inquiry, tell me about your project, we can take a look at it and see if this is something that uh, uh, I'd wanna take on for you.
0: Awesome. Well, Jake, again, thank you. I know we really appreciate you being here and all the work you're doing for us. So again, thank you. So now, grab your shakers, grab your pens and paper. It's time for PCL Bar.
1: Welcome back to the PCL Bar. Today we're making green tea shots. We're going to fill the right cocktail shaker with some ice get a little bit more in We're going to do two shots of J-Mo, two shots of peach schnapps, and two shots of uh, sweet and sour. That's about right. The sweet and sour is what's going to give it the green tea look. Then, going to shake this bitch. You couldn't see it? No, it blended in. Fuck. Grab a chilled shot glass. Fill it about yay high. We're going to top it with some Sprite. That's how you make a green tea shot. Welcome back, everybody. Jake, what did you think of that drink? Honestly, it was probably my favorite one so far. Uh, if you couldn't tell, we had quite a few of those before we recorded. And you can always tell uh, based on the shirt that I'm wearing in the podcast and the shirt that I'm wearing with the PCL bars, if we recorded them in the same day. And we usually do it beforehand, too. <laughs> but yeah definitely definitely go drink that it's uh it's amazing
0: cool well now kyle we got some new music for everybody
1: is that is that what we got left that's what we got left uh, let's talk about what we've been listening to you want to take it away
0: yeah from orlando florida they got over two hundred and eighty thousand monthly listeners they're a pop punk band uh, I feel like, I, wait, though. hold on
1: real quick. I just want to interrupt. It feels like you're
0: like a game show host right now. That's what, literally exactly how you said it when you told me to do it.
1: Yeah, not like it. You're, you're like just, from,
0: from Orlando, Florida with over no. That's that's, that's exactly say, like,
1: what... From Orlando, exactly. Florida. <laughs> the 280,000 followers Wayne at combined... Six hundred and twenty-seven pounds. <laughs> pop punk band by the name of. Go ahead. 408. You take it away. <laughs> Throw Yeah. I mean, if you. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I think we should. That's how we should introduce all these keep, bands. Keep, that, we're keep now. that in there. Keep that in there. Oh, well, I will. I will. Cool. Um. Yeah, I I love that. I love that shit. You want to tell me a little bit about tell the listeners about four hundred eight. Yeah,
0: so basically they're like emo pop punk band, heavily influenced by Blink 182. Just listening to their tracks, you can obviously tell.
1: Right on. Um, we are too.
0: Probably, yeah, absolutely. One of uh one of my favorite tracks probably is Backfired. It also features Taylor Acorn, who's also awesome. That's actually how I found out about 408. Was um because I follow Taylor Acorn on social media and <laughs> she put out this song. So I started listening to him and. They're awesome. They're super cool. Yeah, I agree. Early two thousands pop punk feel, and it's mixed with a a hint
1: of modern. With a a very modern, modern.
0: with very modern pop punk, and yeah, it's awesome. They're uh,
1: they're absolutely killing it right now.
0: Mm hmm. They uh, especially their social media. Their TikTok is awesome.
1: If you've been if you've been on TikTok or Instagram and you're like and you listen to this type of music, uh, you've definitely heard of them uh, before. They're mm-hmm. they're awesome. 100. Are they uh, are they playing any shows right now?
0: I don't think that they're on like a like a tour per se, but uh, I know they have been playing shows recently. I, I follow them on on social media.
1: I, I just saw uh, something that they did uh, that they put out um, like a, a little flyer trying to get people to come and show up for a music video. Yeah, uh, that's pretty tight. Yeah. Their music videos
0: are pretty sick too.
1: Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's sick. I'm, I'm hoping we could get all of our listeners to come to, a to come to a live recording of our podcast. We'll do it. We'll do it in my bedroom. Let <laughs> us know if you guys would show up. What, uh, what do you got? Okay. So I got from, from Connecticut, uh, they got, this is a little lesser known band, which is. Why I'm super stoked to, to talk about them because I think that their music deserves to be played over the airwaves across many nations. Um, they've got 1,300 listeners on Spotify right now and counting and counting. Uh, they're listed as punk but they sound you know they fit the emo pop punk genre. Uh, they are called Sunday Morning and my favorite track by them is Run For Cover. It's got the you know title fight sort of vibes um, which hopefully our listeners love Um, if you guys listen to any of the bands like Boston Manor Can't Swim Microwave or The Plot In You you should definitely check them out Uh, that's right up your alley they kick ass listen to their EP uh, Nothing Matters on Spotify Apple Music wherever Fucking dope! You will not be disappointed. It puts you right in the feels, like I was talking about with uh, with Pat from Unsigned Pop Punk. It's one of those bands that you know you just want more. You want more. All right, what else you got?
0: And here we got a we got actually a local band. They're they're clo- they're right close to us in Los Angeles. They got twenty two thousand followers.
1: You want to go TB their I'm house? Counting.
0: We can go TB their house.
1: <laughs> or their studio (laughs) um
0: they're an emo uh easy core band is on their on their website and stuff they can elder emo emo band right um i don't i don't know they just say uh on their website they say emo but i mix them in with like easy core and stuff like that yeah absolutely um they just released a single called cough and it's fantastic it's awesome they're um their last few singles that they released are also really good too. Uh, old friends, you guys would probably know about them or have heard about them from TikTok because they uh, they put out a cover of Van Halen's Jump. They did like a yes. metalcore version of of Jump, and it's it's
1: so good. You did you showed so me that good. a while ago, and I was uh, yeah, I was listening to them. It's awesome. Yeah, they've got some great great tunes out. To me, it mm-hmm. kind of. Like I, it remind tell me tell me if I'm wrong here or if I'm hitting it right on the if I'm hitting the nail on the head. A little bit of uh, capstan vibes.
0: Yeah, I think like Capstans yeah. Capstan mixed with uh Chunk no Captain Chunk.
1: Okay. Okay. Just yeah. like like the easy I can core. See that.
0: Um, yeah. But um, they're not touring right now. They just finished a bunch of shows. They they just played at Chain Reaction, which we've also played there, which is yep. which is pretty sick. That is so tight. these be on the lookout for these guys because they're killing it too.
1: I love uh, I love seeing that like you know those those shows that we played um, or those venues mm-hmm. that we played when we were on tour. I love seeing that like bands that we listen to are playing there, regardless of like how big or small they are. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the time they're bigger than us playing at those places, but they're it's fucking tight.
0: Gotta start somewhere.
1: Got to start somewhere. Um, cool. Okay, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up the music wrecks with uh, a band that Jake. I think you've been telling you actually told me about them uh, a while ago, and I might have like listened to a track or two, but it didn't really hit um, until a little bit later. They're from Long Island, New York. They got thirty four thousand monthly listeners on Spotify. They're metalcore. Uh, Band name is Deadlands, and the track you're hearing right now is called "Crushed." Um, I saw their uh, vocalist. I think there's actually a, a video of the entire band doing a one take playthrough of this song, and uh, like the the guitarist Phil going into uh, like going into like the chorus or out of the chorus or whatever. Dude, it just like I was like. That is absolutely just filthy. You know, I was like, I'm going to listen to their entire catalog, which I've done plenty of times. This band has been on repeat a lot recently, um, aside from, you know, our music that we go to sleep to. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, they're, they're fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cool, fun fact about them is that uh, Anita Strauss... Alice Cooper, Nita of Alice Cooper. Um, she actually posted about Casey Carlson and said that uh, she was going to be touring with Nita's other band called Lions at the Gate. Um, she posted about her on posted about it on her IG. I honestly think that is when I was like, "All right, this chick is absolutely legit."
0: She I, she does like the. Um like the one takes through the songs yeah and these are like they're like hard songs
1: to sing yeah full on gutturals and then like switching from guttural to clean um Mm -hmm. yeah that's uh more talent than
0: I can ever imagine
1: yeah she's she's fucking amazing absolutely Mm -hmm. kicks ass uh and their band is dope looking forward to seeing what uh what they got coming up. And actually they uh they got some shows coming up in August and September. I don't know if they'll if they're gonna be in Los Angeles. Let me check right now. But if they are we should definitely go check that out. Oh yeah. They got some shows coming up in August and September, so you should definitely check it out. Good call, I see that right there. Um
0: Nothing in Los Angeles.
1: Nothing in Los Angeles. No. Yeah. Well, if you're listening to this and you're in any of the areas that they are playing in, go check them out. Uh, all right, Jake. I mean, I think that, I think that just about does it. This has been a good episode. I love, yeah. I love doing, I, this is, this is something that I want to do. I want to talk about music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are you going to shock me right there?
0: We're going to get a button <laughs> for Kyle. Um, actually it's going to be a shot caller and I'm going to have the button for every time he says, you know, because I guess he says it after every sentence.
1: It, it creates it creates a ton of edits for for myself. And so, I told Jake that's that. what we're
0: gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna do an episode and release it as is, no edits, and uh, it's gonna be a drinking game for everybody and see how hammered everybody can get. They're gonna take a shot every time you say you know.
1: All right, that's gonna do it for today's show. The PCL podcast is produced entirely by PCL. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter tiktok at pcl underscore ca we now have a facebook page that is, that you can find uh, it's pcl band ca you can find our facebook page at pcl band ca i don't know if there's any ads with facebook but go give go give it a go give it a search uh, you can find our music merch and stay up to date with all things pcl at pclbandca.com
0: you can also check out our website We offer bonus content where you can support us for just a few dollars a month. It'll give you access to exclusive content, bonus episodes, studio tours, behind the scenes, covers, and so much more. Uh, Once again, head to our website and hit the bonus content drop down menu and subscribe for five bucks. And we really appreciate you guys' support.
1: Yep. Thank you so much for your support. Jake, how can people contact us?
0: Yeah, so you can email us at PCLBandCalifornia at gmail.com or leave us a voice message and we'll play it on the PCL podcast at www.speakpipe.com. All these links will be in the show description.
1: And if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast player, make sure you're subscribed. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, like, hit that bell notification and subscribe. I think that's how, how that goes. Uh, we got plenty more podcasts lined up. We've got a ton of music videos on YouTube. You can check them all out there. Um, Yeah, thank you for watching.
0: Yeah, thanks guys for watching. I'm Jake Sperlin.
1: And I'm Kyle McGraw. We'll see you next time. Uh, Oh, this just in. We need an ending tagline. We want to work on a new ending tagline for this podcast. Uh, Hit our speak pipe for that. Let us know what we should be saying right here. Right here. As this (laughs) fades to black